0: Advice with Leonie Tillman. In this episode, I talk to Ben, who's 19 and starting his career as a mechanic. He works incredibly long hours and very hard. He's got a really clear vision on the future and what it means to have a happy life and how to sustain that over time. But here he is to tell you a little more about his apprenticeship.
1: Uh, I started in April 2019.
0: Are yeah. you enjoying it?
1: Yeah, I love it. Really, really love it. It's my dream job.
0: What do you love about
1: it? Ah, oh, I didn't like school and this is more practical based, which makes a more, lot more sense to me.
0: Nice. And what other thoughts did you have in your mind about a career and what, what other thoughts did you have about following your, your chosen path?
1: Oh, until about halfway through Year 12, I thought I'd be going to uni and doing a science degree. But as I got further and further through, I realised that that's not really – I didn't want that.
0: And why did science appeal to you?
1: It was more of a Bachelor of Science major in zoology which meant just because science is always interesting. I was good at science. I enjoyed it. That's where my interests were. Working with animals and stuff, that's how I grew up, and that's just where my interests lie. And I never—I didn't really want to work on a job where I was at a desk all day. I wanted something that would give a bit of, I don't know, I didn't want just the nine to five. I wanted a job that actually would challenge me a little bit.
0: Because you, you grew up in um, quite a regional area, didn't you?
1: yeah. So I grew up on a farm.
0: What was it like growing up there?
1: Uh, To start with, it was different, a lot of getting used to, but after a while, I end up loving it. Still miss it today.
0: What did you like growing up there?
1: Uh, Just, it's a whole different way of living compared to being in the city. Just the whole, your whole way you set out your day is totally different from being able to, takes like 20 minutes to drive like 4Ks in the city where it used to take us like 10 minutes to drive nearly 12 just because there's no traffic so you can just do a lot more but still be able to go home and be remote which was good for I guess just get away.
0: And so what else do you miss about living in the country?
1: I just I don't know it was a just it's i don't i love to just be able to go for a walk and not have to just go for a walk and be able to go see like walk toward the dam and go look at the dam and work with the and we had sheep and cattle so working with the cattle whereas in the city that you don't really get to do that you go for a walk and it's just house after house after house where i could where our closest neighbor was about a 20 minute walk at the least
0: so I'm a city girl, so when you say working with sheep and cattle, what what sort of things did you do?
1: Uh, drafting, vaccinating, and then just you'd bring them in for checkups just to see how they're going. You'd take them in and do a lot of work with the lambs, so putting your tags on them, give them vaccines, this and
0: that. Wow, now you live in the city. None of that anymore.
1: Yeah. <laughs> None of that. Nah, it's a lot. It's a lot different. It's a fair bit to get used to.
0: What's the hardest thing to to get used to?
1: Honestly, it's the air quality. Like, really, everyone says, "Oh, that's just a thing." It actually is. You can tell the difference from being there to coming to the city. Just the difference of the air. Yeah. It's weird to say, but it is.
0: No, I think I noticed that when I get out into the country, which I don't do nearly enough, but it is one of those relieving feelings when you, you get into the country you just smell the air. Yeah. How far into your yeah. traineeship are you?
1: About a third.
0: Okay, yeah. And so how will it yeah. – what are you looking forward to about completing that? What What is your vision for the future from there?
1: I'm working for a big company, so it's basically just slowly work my way up. Start with just being a qualified mechanic and then go higher from that. So there's master tech and then work my way up the company, which we'll try to at least.
0: And what do you think is the ultimate goal at the end? Like as you move your way up through the company, what do you think the end point will be? Like how far do you think you'll get?
1: I want to get as far as I'm able to before like life stops. Well, I wouldn't keep going till life stops you, basically. So just. So
0: no, no thoughts about retirement.
1: No, I want to do this till I die. Like I don't, I don't see myself getting. I don't want to see myself getting old, and. That, like I just want to do this until. I die, basically.
0: And what do you love about it so much?
1: It's just my whole life just now revolves around cars. Like cars is just. It's not real it becomes a lifestyle it doesn't it's not just your job so that i i work all day on cars i come home i work on my car at night time i'm i'm on youtube looking at videos of how to fix cars it just becomes a whole like it's continuously cars basically
0: that sounds like a real passion yeah and so, when when you're choo- when people are choosing jobs, like if you think about your friends at school or family members, when they're choosing a job, how would you advise them to find something to do with their
1: careers? Well, the way I worked it out was I wrote down everything I was interested in, then found jobs where that would fit into, and then shorten the list to what is doable. Like I didn't, I I got through school comfortably, but I didn't get any grades that would have got me the higher jobs that I was looking at getting. So I just made a list of all the jobs that I could possibly do. The ones that I accepted I wasn't going to get, I crossed out. It left me with like two or three and I started applying for those jobs basically. So I used those interests to work out what I wanted to do.
0: And what, what was one of the other jobs?
1: Uh, a chippy, so building.
0: And what would that have been like if you'd chosen to be a builder?
1: Uh, I like, I would like working with my hands. So like, I didn't want a job where I started a computer, but that, that was just a, that was my fall back on. So the yeah, mechanic was number one. I had, i just like being a builder as number two. Number three was just work at a fast food place until I got another job. Like there was, that was the three I was down to.
0: And. You must be feeling pretty successful now if you're um doing exactly what you want and you can see the whole rest of your life kind of laid out for you. Is that what it feels like?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I'm for the first time in most of my life, I feel like I've got my life together. Like I'm doing what I love and I don't have to stress that much. Like other things seem not as big anymore. Like at school Everything I used to stress about at school now just seems like it's just part of like it's not stressful anymore. I got the job I wanted. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Now it's just making sure I keep the job, keep learning, keep striving for higher things basically.
0: And thinking back to those elements of school, did you feel like you were failing at anything at school? Did you ever have that feeling?
1: I found that I'd fail at things I wasn't interested in. I struggled to do to do the work I needed to for things that I didn't like. Like there were subjects where I did really good in like science and agriculture, but all my other ones tended to drop off because I just didn't have the interest for them.
0: And what did that look like at school? Like when you were failing one of those subjects, what what happened?
1: Oh, there was a lot of stern conversations with different people, but I basically got halfway through year 12 and just said, I'm not going to get where I wanted to be. And I accepted that even though it's probably not the right way going about it. I accepted I wasn't going to go to uni. Plus I realized that I didn't want to go to uni anymore because I didn't like studying. Like studying for something that I don't have interest in wasn't my idea of how I wanted to spend the next four years of my life.
0: And so now you're studying, but you're studying something you like. So how, how is that?
1: I love it. It's not real. It's not really study because it's just. I like it because there's an in, it, the interest is there. Without the interest, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be able to study. I'd just get bored and find something else to do. And put off doing it. But with this, I'm able to just study easily because I love it. So it's not hard at all.
0: So in terms of money and making your own money, do you feel pretty confident about that now? What's the How do you you feel about money, I guess, just broadly?
1: The interest goes above the money. So, apprentice wage isn't really that much, but you make it work because I love what I'm doing. So, really, I'm getting paid to – it's not really work. It's just the interest is there. That's what I'm saying.
0: So, now that you're living in the city as well, how hard is that to live on on an apprenticeship wage?
1: It's hard to save, so – well, now I'm able to save a little bit, but at the start it was paycheck to paycheck basically. So 90% of my money went to just living expenses. The 10% got spent on just what I was doing on the weekends. But now I'm able to, because of COVID, I'm not really allowed to do anything. So I've been saved my money then.
0: So is that is that a bit of a, a tip for you to yourself as to save 10%? Is that something you aim to do?
1: I'm trying to, which is working somehow. But yeah, I am starting to save. I've been putting money aside every week, just so that when the big things come up, like rego, insurance, and those sort of things, I'm able to pay for them without have to worry about money. Which I, you learn the hard way, the best way round. <laughs>
0: yeah I think I think many adults are still struggling with those things. you know you're you're nineteen yeah. and you've kind of understanding that already what What do you think the stresses will be around money as you get older?
1: Ah, oh, as I get older, I might probably get more money, but then more expenses will come. I think, so as I'm making more money, more I'll have to pay for more and more things.
0: And why do you think adults find it so difficult to manage their money?
1: because they've got you're an adult and you're expected to know if you when you're a kid you think your parents know everything like they you, they can they've got the whole life sorted they pay for everything they make everything work but as you start to grow up you realize that how they do like you don't un, like you don't understand how they do it i'm still surprised that a lot of adults can just are able to pay for everything because everything is so expensive
0: yeah, that's been really interesting to me. I think I I think I say it in the intro even that I was really I really thought that adults had it all stitched up and they knew what they were talking about and they thought about everything very deeply and planned ahead and they were very strategic. But then you realise not many people are.
1: They're not as organized as you think they are.
0: <laughs> so what does that mean for you becoming an adult?
1: Oh, I kind of, I don't know, just try and Try and be organized, but things, a lot of things, in I've learned that, but a lot of things in life you don't see coming, which is how it is. But yeah, so life is yellow curveballs, basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, what that's true. There's a lot of uncertainty, isn't there? There's a lot of yeah. change that's always happening. So, how, how do you factor that in? Maybe even more emotionally, you know, there's a financial aspect, but how do you keep up with all the changes that are happening?
1: You, I guess you have to adapt. There's no – there are a lot of changes you can't – there's some changes you can fix, but there's a lot that you can't. So you just learn to adapt to all the different changes. So, like, I learning how to live out of home was a big one. Cause you're so used to just having someone cook for you, tell you you need to go to things and that sort of stuff. And then you get out of home you realise you have to cook for yourself. You have to organise your bills. You have to learn that – Not everything is given to you, which was hard for me to, took a while for me to realise that. Even I had to learn how to cook because I'd never properly cooked in my life.
0: So what's for dinner?
1: Oh, I don't know yet. I think I still have to go to the shops, (laughs) which I'm still learning that I'm not as organised as I make out (laughs) to (laughs) be.
0: Just like most adults.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah i got to give it though. Adults make it, they're very good at making it look like they have their life together. (laughs) They're very good at it.
0: Why do you think they do that? Why do you think they they make believe like that?
1: I don't know. But probably because as a kid, you thinking your parents have it together gives you security, makes you think they've got their life together, they've got everything organised, they can help you. So you can always go to them and ask for help and you don't have to feel like they're too busy to help you. They're always there to help which as you grow up they still are as you work through everything but they it slowly becomes you have to learn to become independent basically.
0: Do you think there's more of those lessons to be had in the coming years?
1: I think so there's a lot I still have to learn but you learn a lot of things you learn the hard way.
0: What's one thing you've learned the hard way apart from moving out of home?
1: That you can't put off paying bills, basically, they come, you have to pay them, you have to work at how you're going to pay them
0: yeah, I think that that i all that stuff around money and getting organized and yeah. planning for the future or not is a really difficult one. I don't think were yeah. you taught anything like that at school?
1: Yes, yeah, they well at school, we were told like uni was the only way you had to go to uni if you want, and because our whole system was cut into two sections, you had your OP subjects and your like hands on subjects. And at the end of year 10, you were basically told you had to go either way. And then like, so a lot of kids will want to go, I want to go OP and then got halfway through and got, had to go back and do TAFE subjects. And it was just a bit of a, like there was a clean split between the grade between who would want to do that. Um, hands-on subjects and the other ones who want to do the OP subjects.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So your OP was a score of 1 to
0: 25. Oh, I see. Yep. Yep. Sorry. And so who do you look up to most today?
1: Honestly, my dad, who's been through a lot, made it through a lot and still living his best life basically.
0: Tell me about him.
1: He's a good man. He's shown me a lot, taught me a lot. There's a lot of bad things in the world, a lot of bad people, but he's not one of them. So he's a, te- he's a teacher who li- currently lives out at Roma, but he was with us kids through a lot and he showed us a lot. And he's, st- to, like, to this day, he's still just striving on, like, the strongest person I've ever met.
0: How do you think he does it?
1: I honestly don't know how he just gets through, but he does, and he's still always getting phone calls from him, checking up, calling him to make sure he's okay, see him as much as I can. But, yeah, I, I don't know how he does it, but he just does.
0: Can you think of a story that you've seen him go through where he's, he's, he, where you've been amazed by him? Can you think of an example?
1: Like I was a, I was a little, I was a very naughty child, and I don't know how he put up with me because I was just not. When I first moved, I just, I wasn't used to living with other kids, and at the start, I hated it. I never wanted to be there. I wanted to be somewhere else, but he just stuck with it. Stuck with it. Told me that um, this is where I belong. Always has said that. Always through everything has said that, and it honestly made me feel feel safe. And yeah, he's just. Being like a rock through the hall, like I would lose it and he wouldn't, he would just be quiet and just take it and then say, you can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, I don't know how he did it because I was not the best behaved child.
0: Do you think you'll be able to give those qualities to someone else one day?
1: I really hope I can be as good as the dad as he's been to me, basically. I strive to be as good as he is.
0: Do you think you'll have a family yourself?
1: One day, but probably not anytime soon. Work takes up a lot of my time. I'm at the moment, I'm working six days a week. So it's a bit of a, there's not much downtime. It's a lot of working, coming home, sleeping, going to work the next day. But I love it.
0: So if you think about the future, what's the ideal work-life balance or does that matter?
1: Eventually, once I have a family, I'd like it just to be like working eight to four, five days a week, and then still be able to come home and help with dinner and everything. Like I, there'll be a few outlying days, but like most of the time i am just like a set times so that I can be there and I'd like to try and be in my kids' lives as much as I can.
0: And what is important to you in choosing a future partner if you think – about someone you'll settle down with?
1: That, they, that they're that they there for the long run. They're not just here now and then we'll come in and out of my life as they please. I want them to be a person who's, I'd like to be the person that can say we were married for 50 years. like some, Like I want it to be able to be for the long run. I don't want to be in and out of relationships. I want to find the right one and stick with it.
0: And why do you think that's so hard for adults to do?
1: Cuz life gets in the way, I feel, that yeah, cuz there's a lot of things you can't account for in life. A lot of things that I never thought I would ever have to deal with, but it happens, you and you just learn to deal with it. But I don't a lot of marriages fall apart. I don't blame the people, I just think it's the circumstance a lot of the time that life gets in the way of them being happy. So
0: and what sort of steps will you be, will you consciously take to try and minimize that reality?
1: Just try and, try and not let life get in the way of my family, basically. So I don't want life to, I don't, like, I'm, so I work all the time. I don't want work to get in front of my family, I want my family to always come first.
0: Yeah. So what advice would you give adults?
1: Don't give up. Don't just think that you're not good enough. Because sometimes people, they do feel like that. They think they've failed, they've given They should just give up. Don't. It's just a stage of your life. And, like, I'd never, I never, when I was, like, 10, 12, I never thought I'd be, I never even thought I was going to get to 18, let alone now. But I never saw myself finishing school. It was just getting through each day which is probably how most kids live, but just to keep pushing through. Don't give up because it's the easy way.
0: And how do you feel now?
1: I'm the happiest I've been in a very long time. I feel like I've got everything together.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. And so this one last question is something I'm asking everyone. What would you do if you were leading the world today?
1: I don't know, I don't, I'm not a very, I don't see myself as ever leading, because a lot, there's a lot wrong with the world, there's a lot good with the world, but I don't, I don't know how someone, I don't see myself as a leader, because I don't, like, I am just live my life, I'd like to to live my life, I don't, it's kind of hard to say, but a lot of leaders, they lead for themselves, they try and, they say they lead for the country, but... It's just a bit of a, every person's going to have their own agenda, even though they say they don't. So it's kind of hard to have leaders. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really insightful. You sound way wiser than I was at 19. Yeah. Then it's been so good talking to you. Thank you so much for your thoughts. It's really, really cool to hear your, your perspective on things.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to find all the others, just go to your favourite platform, Young People Giving Adults Advice, and hit follow because we'll be releasing a new episode each Wednesday. Thanks so much for your support.
1: This podcast has been made possible
0: with the help of March Made Media and Leonie Tillman at English for Business.